Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm the great pretender 
June the June the 2015. 
But I want to share this with you. I have people here from ministry from South Florida. And, you know, I believe that you have to know the culture of the person that you're ministering to in order to be effective in ministry. So some things came out in their deliverance about um, um, Mayas, Aztecs, and the Incas. So I went and I researched, and, and the interesting thing is, uh, it, it led me back to the Honduras or the Honduras Peninsula, which most of you know that's the area. I, only I was up in the mountains. I wasn't down by the water. Uh, we had rivers and lakes, but they had that uh, the Gulf on that side, I believe, which leads over to the Pacific. So I did. I did the research, and I emailed it to myself because I did it from another computer. That's how I have to do things these days. And the email never came. So while I was waiting for the email, the Holy Spirit led me into something else. And I began just a little bit of a conversation. I wanna I wanna share this I, I don't wanna I'm not gonna give you any names or anything like that. But this happened. They are living witness, I'm a living witness, and so during the course of the conversation, the person said the words, and they said it twice. They said suicide. Now, they didn't say, they said it in a way like, if I can't serve God, and if I can't be useful in God's kingdom, that I might as well commit suicide. And I, it flagged, the Holy Spirit flagged me, and then they said, I might as well commit suicide again. And um, I let it go. And I I said, wait a minute. I said, did I hear suicide? The Holy Spirit said you did. I said, did I hear suicide twice? The Holy Spirit said you did. I said, Oh, man, this is bad here. I'm thinking, you know, suicide is bad anyway, but here I'm hearing suicide twice. So I'm saying, God, are you warning me about something? And the Holy Spirit said, yeah, suicide. So the person hadn't hadn't left yet. So I ju- I kind of like jumped down off the altar, ran to the door, 
And I said, did you say suicide? I said, let me tell you something. I have a responsibility to call it suicide prevention right now. But, but what God, I didn't know what God was doing with me at the moment. And they said, I repent, I repent. I was just saying it. I said, no, 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 no. You said suicide. Because see, brothers and sisters, I know suicide is a spirit. And I know how bad suicide is. And I know, look, if a person commits suicide in a house, in an area, in a room, do you know that spirit can linger for years and years and years and years? And that spirit will attempt to get in anybody. It will attempt to get in a baby. It will it will it will try to get in an adolescent. It'll try to get in a, a, a young person or old person. I know how terrible the spirit of suicide is, and I know how it works, and I know what it does. And I know the supporting spirits that work with suicide. So if you say suicide around me, I'm you're gonna instantly have my attention and you're gonna I'm gonna do something about it one way or the other. So Brother Joe had gone. Brother Joe had gone somewhere. And I said, devil, are you crazy? You're going to bring somebody in in God's church around me, and I'm a deliverance minister, and you're going to try to have them commit suicide on God's property? I said, you must be a fool. So I'm standing in the hallway with the person. I'm talking to God talking to the person, the person talking back to me, the person getting agitated, agitated. Now, the person just happened to be a man, and the man is bigger than me. So I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't know if this is a a, a psycho I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is, but I got to deal with this myself. I cannot allow it to go an inch, not not one second away from me. So I know the anointing on me. I know the anointing in the place, and I know that I'm dealing with something that is very dangerous. And I'm by myself. So I'm in the middle of it. What do I do? God said, route the demon out. And it wasn't audible like that. It was like, it was like in your heart, you know what to do. 
so the demons start getting into rage. And you got to forgive me. You have to forgive me for what I'm about to say because I got a demon raging at me, raging up, going going crazy in my face. And the old soldier, Erica, now I ain't stupid. I'm not going to fight no man. And the demon is getting crazy. And so I said something I shouldn't have said. But I'm going to tell you what I said. Condemn me if you want to. Pray for me. But I said to that demon, I said, look at here. If you were a man, I would kick your ass right now. If you weren't a man, I would kick your ass right now. The demon stepped back like, this woman is crazy. She's crazier than me. And I said, and furthermore, I don't even remember where I went from there, but all of a sudden, I felt like I was transported out the hall. And the and the man was transported. And it, and it felt like the two of us were standing in the middle of the universe. And the man, because I said that crazy thing, you know, but I meant it. But I I, I knew I wasn't gonna talk for no man in the in the physical. Okay? And a demon from the man was telling the man rage. But the demon was talking to me from the man, and the demon said, you can't fight him. Go get your gun and shoot him and kill him. I said, what? How you know I got a gun? <laughs> All this was happening in a in a, in a moment of time and all of a sudden after that demon from the from the man said that to me I said oh my god to myself I'm not talking out loud I, I told you what I said out loud so then um, I'm looking at the man and all of a sudden listen to me the man start glowing. I'm looking at the man, and something stepped to the side of the man. It was the full height of the man. It was the full, it was wider than the man, but it was the full length of the man. And I'm looking at this thing, and this thing is like, um, um, Glowing and white, and the man did a gesture where he was going to put his hand on the top of my head, and all I could think was Jesus. What? And uh, uh, how do you see an invisible wall? I saw it. 
an invisible wall rose up around me. And the, the power that was coming out the hand of the man that was getting ready to do whatever it was going to try to do to me started, it withdrew. It withdrew. And this glow, this energy, this thing started backing up. It started backing up. And it started getting smaller and smaller. Now, (laughs) as it got smaller, like a human being, I got real bold in. I said, because as it got smaller, the man was coming back to his sense. The, 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 the thing was losing power over the man, and the man was coming back to his senses. And I didn't know this in the natural. I knew this because I'm watching it happen. I'm in the spirit. I don't know where I am. But all I know is that God is protecting me. And the scripture rolls up. When the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against them. So, when as the thing was getting smaller, the Holy Ghost rose up. And I said to the man, go in that church. Get down on your knees. Repent to God and be saved. The thing completely disappeared. The man came into the sanctuary. The man began to confess his sins of ingratitude, not being thankful to his mother and his father, being ungrateful and and thankless, trying to be his own God. The man cried out in repentance to God. It wasn't nobody but him and me and Jesus. I saw Jesus. Now, I still don't know what's happening. I still, all I know is that God rose up a standard. And I know that You know, they say that there's nothing good in the flesh, but I know that when that thing threatened me, I wanted to deal with it in the flesh. God told me, God said, look, before that invisible shield, which was visible to me, came up, he said, I want you to lean on the wall. He said, I just want you to lean on the wall. And I want you to go into Eve. I leaned on the wall. I backed up. I leaned on the wall. I went into Eve. And God's Holy Spirit took over. The man is a witness. I'm a witness. 
I had to, it was so life draining. It was so bad. It was bad. It had me want to fight a devil, which I've had to fight him, but I ain't fighting no man. Uh-uh. Especially no big man. Uh-uh. No, that, uh, no, I ain't crazy. God showed me this thing had been created from thought form. This man created this thought form from 12 to 30 years old. This man had lived by this thought form from 12 to 30. But guess what? That demon possessed, well, I, I, I went on and I, I, I asked God what it was because I needed to know. I needed to know because, number one, I ain't never seen nothing like that. It had never happened to me before. So I wanted to know what if this happens again, which I'm sure that it will, well, how do I handle this so I don't, you know, go off like that? And, and I want to know what it was. You see, when I had ministered the day before, the day before this, I dealt with shadow people and shadow man that had played a youngster who now now is in, 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 in complete sub, submission to God at 21 and wants to give her life to the ministry of deliverance and healing. So I had dealt with that the day before. I had dealt with the shadow man and the shadow people and I had dealt with something else. I dealt with those spirits from the Mayans and the Aztecs and the, the Mayans, the Aztecs, and the uh, the Aztecs, the Mayans. I'm looking at the paper because I did the research so I could get her free. But basically, the Aztecs and the Mayans. But she also said Incas. So I dealt with those. I didn't deal with all of them because I didn't know how they were all interconnected the day before. And they were waiting for me to minister to them. But I couldn't minister to them yesterday because I had to make sure that there was no residue, no remnant of that thing that manifested in the hallway out there. And look at this. It didn't manifest in the sanctuary. It didn't even manifest in the fellowship. It manifested in the hall. And God made that person say suicide, which would, which would cause me to have a red flag, which caused me to go out 
catch them in the hall as they were leaving and deal with it. Brothers and sisters, if you don't know, I was called a Central America. Central America is big because the Mayas, the Incas, the Aztecs were blood sacrificers and pagan worshipers. So God sent somebody with that in their culture, in their family line, to give me an anointing over that as I get them free. But this, this, what I know now, I encountered a power. You know what the Bible say? Powers, principalities. I know what they look like. Jesus won. And I know that, like I say, they have to have a body. They have to have a body. But the thing is, you and I don't know whose body they inhabiting. And you will never know until God reveals it to you because it is God that calls these spirits to judgment. It is God that, that brings those spirits out. But it is the will of the individual as to whether or not they want to let them go. And what you do not overcome that is in you will overcome you. Make no mistake about it. Now that power was built up through the power of sin because sin has power. You know that. Sin has power. Sin has so much power you can find it in in Romans uh, chapter 7 verse 15 to 23. Power, Satan's power to manifest and erect sin. Okay. You can find it in there. And also, God says, and he talks about your nature. I looked it up. I'm still looking it up. I'm still working on it because I absolutely positively had never encountered it before. And when that man extended his hand out, I could see the power coming out of his arms through his fingers, and it was trying to put that itself in me. That was the objective. What you do not overcome will overcome you. So I did not even finish ministering because I did not want any transference of spirits. I wanted to make sure I had overcome that thing and that none of it, because I saw that. How do you see an invisible wall? I can't tell you but by the Holy Ghost. That's how you see it. And the fact that it could not 
everything it was sending, it was trying to send to me, it was it was reflecting off that wall and going back to itself. And when I saw that thing, me and another friend of mine, we always talk about thought forms all the time. And and what what uh what do they have the ability to do? Okay. And what what do how far how far can a thought form be manifested? Well, I can't wait to talk to my friend because I got some of the answers. I got a lot of answers. After that thing was overcome, God began just downloading to them. Download. I repented for what I said. And I, I hope I didn't offend your ears, but I sure did it. I sure said it. And I meant it. If it wasn't a man, I probably would have. Would have. And then, guess what? I would have been overcome. It was, it was a power. It was a force. I wish I could, I wish I could describe it, but I tell you what. I've never seen uh, a spirit come up, just come up off a whole person. It was even coming out their eyes. It was even coming out their ears. It was coming out their neck. And God say, lean up against the wall. Go into ease. I got it. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against it. That's scripture. I saw it. I witnessed it. And in the name of Jesus, Jesus fought it. I didn't fight it. I'm a soldier in the real army. I've seen men fight. I commanded fighters. War fighters. And I am a spirit war fighter. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle, fight, up close and personal against principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, spiritual wickedness in high places. I count it a privilege and an honor to be used by Jesus to win. And all I had to do was just Stand there in ease. Scared at first. That's what made me say, well, I would kick. But God say, none of that. Shut up. Stop being stupid. (laughs) But you don't do nothing. Acts 26, 
verse 12 through 18, whereupon as I went, this is Paul, talking to King Agrippa, whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and then which journeyed with me and when we were all fallen to the earth I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue Saul, Saul why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And I said who art thou Lord? And he said I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest, but rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. But this is what I want you to post. And from the power of Satan, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Brothers and sisters, Acts 26, 18 again, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. What was, the, what was the man's problem? You can find the man's problem in that Romans uh, 7, 15 through 23. That was the man's problem. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my member, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, 
which is in my members. I really love how it translates in the Living Bible. In the Living Bible. I don't understand myself at all. For I really want to do what is right. But I can't. I do what I don't want to do, what I hate. I know perfectly well that what I am doing is wrong. And my bad conscience proves that I agree with these laws I am breaking. But I can't help myself because I'm no longer doing it. It is sin inside me that is stronger than I am that makes me do these evil things. I know I am rotten through and through so far as my old sinful nature is concerned. No matter which way I turn, I can't make myself do right. I want to, but I can't. When I want to do good, I don't. And when I try not to do wrong, I do it anyway. Now, if I am doing what I don't want to do, it is plain where the trouble is. Sin, sin, sin still has me in its evil grasp. It seems to be a fact of life that when I want to do right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love to do God's will so far as my new nature is concerned. But there is something else deep within me, in my lower nature, that is at war with my mind and wins the fight and makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. In my mind, I want to be God's willing servant. But instead, I find myself still enslaved to sin. So you see how it is? My new life, my new life tells me to do right. But the old nature that is still inside me loves to sin. Oh, what a terrible predicament I'm in. Who will free me? For my slavery to this deadly lower nature. Thank God it has been done by Jesus Christ our Lord. He has set me free. Brothers and sisters, I love this adventure. I'm looking forward to great exploits in God. I'm looking forward to the blessings and the gifting by his own Holy Spirit. I'm looking forward to serving him until Jesus comes or I go to be with Jesus. It doesn't matter either way it goes. Because you see, I thank God today that I'm saved, delivered, and heal. It's a good thing. It's a God thing. It's the right thing. It's the only thing that will carry you from this life 
into eternal life in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you don't know him, he can't protect you. If you don't know him, he can't provide for you. If you're lying and pretending, you can stop today. You don't have to be the great pretender any longer. Pretending won't help you. It is a living, loving Savior, Redeemer, King that desires you as a citizen of his kingdom on earth so that it can be like it is when you get to heaven. Give up pretending today. Just stop. Just stop it. Because you can't pretend in the inner man. You can't. You see, not only do you have to possess Jesus, Jesus has to possess you as well. It can't be one-sided. Give up pretending today and get real. You have a living, loving Savior who wants to manifest himself even more in your life. It would be a shame for you to die and miss that inheritance. Miss the blessing of the love of a living and loving Savior. I don't think I could play this thing from Shannon because they told me it was too big. I could play it, but that means must mean it's two hours. Whenever I do Shannon shows or did them, I, I would have a two-hour slot. So I'll play it later. I'm still researching what happened. But I know this. There's nothing that could happen to me or befall me that God hasn't already taken care of. You hear me? And it's because of one reason. He saved me because he loved me. He saved you because he loved you. But you got to stop pretending. It's got to be real. It's got to be real because when you need it, and you will need it, you probably need it now, you want him to be real with you. You want him to really do. But he can't do for you if you're still pretending. Give it up. Oh, yeah, I'm the great pretender. Pretender. 
can tell Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.